<laughs> Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host for this session is Samantha Kaawa. Samantha has been recognized as a leading expert on relationships, and as a marriage makeover coach, she helps women transform their marriage while becoming their best selves. Samantha has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing her counterculture views on relationships. Co-creator of this summit, Samantha is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Samantha. Oh my gosh, I have the privilege and the pleasure of introducing my one of my co-hosts, uh, my soul sister, <laughs> my business partner, you name it, co-collaborator, uh, Ranchelle Van Bryce. So hello, everyone. Welcome and meet Ranchelle. I'll, if you haven't met her already in the many <laughs> interviews that we've done before this. <laughs> hello, everyone. So excited yeah. to be here, right? I know. I'm so thrilled to yeah. be the one to get to interview you. So let me formally introduce all of you to Ranchelle. So Ranchelle Van Bryce is an absolute powerhouse, amen to that, who knows how to make success a reality for women all around the world. She devotedly passionate, she's devotedly passionate about helping them resonate with their greater purpose and manifest true abundance in every area of life from professional triumphs, improved physical well-being, or better relationships with their business. As a business intuitive and sacred commerce coach, along with being an author and podcast and TV show host, she shines as someone truly capable of bringing out each woman's unique greatness. Woo! Can I get a whoop whoop? I was like, oh, so who's that lady? I need to meet her. Right? Look at that. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. It is you. And today we're going to be talking about your pathway to prosperity. Oh my gosh, I just love that title so, so, so much. (laughs) Um, So, Ranchelle, tell us how you got to where you are today. For those that haven't watched any of our summits before, like give us a little bit of background on how Renshell became Renshell Van Bryce today. Right, absolutely. Well, imagine um, a really hot day in Saskatchewan for those of you who are from Canada, Saskatchewan. Let, uh, let me put this, it's flat. And it's like flat, flat. And when it gets really hot out because we have this dry heat on the pavement, there's this like um, energy, like there's a heat wave that comes off the pavement, right? And imagine me crawling (laughs) on this pavement on my belly, broken glass, (laughs) right? It's not a very good vision. I know, right? That's how I got here. (laughs) And I share that visual because I think sometimes what happens is, you know, when when we talk about our stories, um, you know, and, and certainly, it, it, you know, I want to share my story. I don't want to be in my story, you know, be, kind of be on my story. Um, but there was a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of painful moments in my life. I don't think that, I don't think I'm alone in that. And, um, you know, and so I was fortunate enough, and I say fortunate enough, right? <laughs> you feel like that too, that crawl. Yeah. Um, I, I say fortunate enough. And so my, my father sobered up when I was 14 and uh, went into a program, a 12-step program. And then my my mother went to Al-Anon, which is the 12-step program for spouses or adults who are affected by alcoholism. And then I went to Alateen, which is uh, for children who are affected by alcoholics. So it does or alcoholism. It doesn't have to be even like the children, just if you're like 
you know, not an adult. And and really, my journey started at that young of age. My dad sobered. I was 14. The very first book he gave me was a Wayne Dyer book. Um, and the second book he gave me was from Deepak Chopra. So I was immersed right. in a personal self-development journey at a very young age. And at the same time, experience crawling over broken glass, lots of two by fours. Yeah. Um, um, I'm a little bit, uh, what's the word, resilient, shadow self, stubborn, a um, <laughs> little bit of a, a rebel, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, and so had many journeys like that where, you know, I would uh, see some success and then through that success, uh, definitely had lots of self-sabotage. And then I would experience utter failure. So it's kind of like I had a million dollar company and then I was almost like facing bankruptcy, had this incredible marriage. And then the marriage ended suddenly, um, you know, uh, was totally in love with a, a, a young man when I was 19 and then found myself after we moved in together, being beaten on a regular basis and threatening my mom and dad that he would kill them if I left. And so, you know, and just imagine thinking that there's and no one knew. I mean, I was very secretive. That's part of the disease of alcoholism is there's secrets everywhere. Right. Um, you know, we talk about secrets being kind of cool. Like I'm going to share secrets, <laughs> yeah. but I will share with you three secrets on the cool end. The shadow self though of secrets is that is right. Is that, is that piece of it? And so my, my life was very secretive. Um, and, uh, and so I didn't even realize for the longest time that I, a, that I was keeping secrets, that I was secretive. Um, you know, that I was living, uh, you know, on the outside, this great life and on the inside, uh, constantly feeling like I wasn't enough uh, and I'm a, a constant um, irritation, right, of I, uh, there must be something horribly wrong with me. I can't be wrong. Perfectionism, wanting to prove myself over and over again. And uh, so through that journey, you know, find myself in this um, in this place and space with you two incredible incredible women and and, I, and I'm excited I'm excited for the journey I think one of my superpowers I talk about this a lot is that I've had an experience in fact um, I'll share this little tidbit with her this little information with you I had a numerology reading um, once 10, 10 years ago I think Ooh, it was okay Right. I love, I love all things yeah, like, me metaphysical. <laughs> me and the woman looked at my chart and she said, you know, most people have like three um, experiences per lifetime, right? Three like um, ebb and flows, three success stories. And then, and she said, in your chart, Ramshaw, there's nine. You're going to live nine lifetimes wow. in one lifetime. And I was like, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is my story. Yeah. And, um, and and yet there was this sigh of relief because it was um, it's like when I found out in human design, I'm a reflector. Less than 1% of the world is a reflector. And I went, of course, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's true. Because I have had a ton of experiences, both on like brilliant, like right, like that, and on the a complete opposite of it, what I refer to as the, my shadow self. So yes, that can have impact and influence and the shadow ranch shell can be really manipulative. Mm -hmm. And so part of even the story is owning stuff like that, owning, yeah, it's great to be all like, oh, I'm so excited and I'm so passionate and, um, you know, uh, impact. I love being on stage. I love presenting. I love educating and also being an awareness of this, really, this childlike, you know, rebel um, woman who can be, you know, fairly manipulative. 
and owning that as well. And so, um, so yeah, so all of that is part of the story to get me here today to be in front of you incredible people. So thank you so much. Yeah, I love that. And I can totally relate to, um, I know Claire, biz coach Claire in the chat was like, yep, I feel like I did that crawl too. And I like <laughs> relate to feeling in that struggle, right? Like, it's just like, why is it so hard? How can I get further, right? And you're just crawling inch by inch, but also even that manipulative part that you're speaking of, of yourself. That was one of the things that came up for me too, was, wow, like I am trying to manipulate my husband or like, you know, it's, it's things that we never thought we would get accused of, but when we really took a look at it, we're like, yeah, and we're manipulating ourselves to think lesser of ourselves or right and think lowly or not have the confidence or not have that um love self-love so that's so powerful thank you for sharing your your story yeah you know yeah i was just going you know one of the things that happens and i'll I'll speak to manipulation is you know so for anyone of, of you who grew up in an alcoholic home we are um we're conditioned we're raised to be manipulative uh, right. And we, we, you just you you just never know uh, like what's going to happen that day. And, you know, and so so part of that is this fight, flight and freeze. You just kind of grow up in that environment. But you it, it also is like, OK, so where are my mom or dad going to be like? So is my mom going to be OK with my dad's drinking today? And if not, then how do I manage slash that's a.k.a. manipulate that whole situation? How can I how can I, you know, uh, be safe? That it's a it's a form of manipulation. And so and so I talk about being the shadow self, but there is some there's some I mean, huge benefits. I'm here today because I was able to manipulate that situation as a young person. Right. And so without that manipulation, I wouldn't be survived. It's a a survivor. Yeah. 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 And for those of you who might not have grown up in an alcoholic household, I um, the reason why I found manipulation in my life, too, is because I grew up with a parent of an alcoholic. So a child of an alcoholic actually acts like an alcoholic without the alcohol. So I still see similar patterns of manipulation Mm -hmm. and volatility and anger and fear being the driving force, right? And and why we manipulate in the first place. (laughs) Absolutely, right? Yeah. 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 And lots of people relating in the chat and thanking you for your vulnerability. Uh, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. We have time. So we're get comfortable people. I know. Right. Yeah. Cross my leg. Right. Exactly. Grab a tea or, you know, water or whatever. (laughs) Like smoke, have a cigarette. Let's hang out. (laughs) (laughs) We are getting, yeah. I, and I want to really jump into this because I know we're going to dive deep and we're going to pull these this apart. So tell us a little bit about your pathway to prosperity. What brought you to want to talk about this topic? You know, uh, tell us a little bit about where we're going on this journey today. Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, uh, I was always really goal oriented, achievement oriented. And, uh, and I've, I've been setting goals at a very, very young age. And so what I realized years later, and this is kind of where this pathway led to me, was that I set goals to prove my value and my worthiness. And so, you know, I share a story when I had the Curves franchises. Um, I bought, I had one franchise and I say I was my former husband. I, we bought our first franchise. It was, a, it opened in North Balfour, Saskatchewan. So for any of my Saskatchewan people. 
And, you know, uh, we bought one. We went to Waco, Texas, which was where our head office was for Curves. And uh, I had this like great uh, idea in my head that uh, we had um, one, we, we were pregnant at the time with Jacob, our son, and Mackenzie, our daughter, was um, uh, 18 months-ish, and not even quite. And so I had this picture in my head that I was going to have this like family-owned gym. And so we were, we had, we had built everything out, meaning we had the spot, we had the space, and we go to Waco for our training. And there we find out that there are no children allowed at the Curves franchises. That right? And I had I, I had a playroom built in in the gym, oh. and I was like, "Oh, that like what? Like that that no." And so I went talk to Gary Haven, who's the founder of Curves, and he said, "I'll tell you what, Ranchell, you stay." until if till the end of tomorrow and if you still don't think that this is a good fit for you I'll refund you your money right and I mean it was fantastic you know and I had signed a five-year lease so it was kind of like (laughs) cool and you can't do that but when I was there he talked about the impact we could have on people and um it was just this I need to do this like I need although I had this picture of what it was going to look like and knew that it wasn't going to be the picture that I planned so it's kind of like you know, um, telling divine source energy what to do. Right. I, yeah. Right. There, there was a plan and, well. and, it, and it wasn't going my way. Uh, imagine that. And, uh, and so in there, I thought, no, I really, uh, I need, I need to do this. Like it was like a, um, the, we all talk with intuition. It was like, no, I have to do this. And so, but while I was there, I realized that I had been keeping myself fairly small, which is a pattern that I have, um, have had in the past. Let me clarify that. And, um, and so I decided that I was there. I wanted 20 curves. And so we came home, you know, we came, we were there with like, we're having one. We left, uh, Darcy, my former uh, husband, we left as like, we're gonna have 20 curves. Nice. And, right. And, and I was like eight months pregnant and he was like, okay, <laughs> what does this look like? But so part of it was this inspired action to want 20 curves but their underlying fear behind that too because it was based a little bit based in fear was mm-hmm. I needed to prove to all of my people um and no one ever asked me to prove anything right my value and my worthiness and so I worked uh really really hard meaning I worked long hours uh you know more than uh humanly possible in that sense everything was driven because I was driven, but everything was driven from a place of, of survival. Yeah. And that's part of the consequence of, of being raised in an alcoholic home is everything is your, everything's about survival. Yeah. And you don't know that. Right. And so, uh, so everything is about achievement. Everything was like, I have to show people um, I'll show them. I'll show myself. And it was just go, 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 go. And then one day, uh, my mom was in the hospital and she had this really weird thing happen and we thought we were going to lose her and uh, I had to leave. So my mom has literally had the, her, had the, the, the last rites read and I'm watching my, watching my watch and my dad said, I know you have to go. And I'm like, I can't go. Like, you know, what if mom dies? And yeah. I'm going to cry. And so I, I had to leave. Wow. And I left um, the hospital. Everyone's there but me. And I'm driving and I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. I didn't 
I didn't own, we, we never had 20. We ended up having to stop at eight uh, just because I- Only eight, yeah. Yeah, only eight. Um, and it was just because of the geographically, there wasn't enough, I mean, curves close to us, right? And I remember, I remember driving and thinking, this is ridiculous that I'm leaving my mom because I have a business. And I didn't get into business for that. Yeah. And it was this, you know, we all have those pivotal moments. And I thought, I will not, I will not be this person that's driven because of money. And money is important, but it was, it was this shadow self of this achievement oriented woman who, you know, proving and I'd won awards and, you know, and, and been recognized. And then I realized it was for naught. It was, it was, it meant absolutely nothing yeah. if I couldn't be there at my mother's side, my bed, at my mom's bedside. Mm. And so this pathway to prosperity is about, you know, about yes, prosperity, yes, money is important. And but what else is beyond that? What else is a, a prosperity about? What is it abundance, you know, really about? And because I felt most of my life that there was something horribly wrong with me and that I needed to prove myself. Um, and that was why the, you know, driving to Saskatchewan where my mom was in the hospital and being there for 12 hours and then driving in the middle of the night to go to be with my kids to, you know, and to, to, go, to go to work, to take care of the businesses because my parents were in partnership with me. So financially, I was responsible, wasn't really responsible, but felt responsible, right, um, yeah. for my parents' retirement and just like that kind of that kind of energy behind it. And so when I realized that uh, I needed to let that go, that I needed to show up quite differently. Everything in my life transformed. And it was really rocky because I had shown up a certain way for so long, right? And then I didn't. And then things like really fell apart in order for, you know, complete destruction in order for to be to, to have this reconstruction. And so one of the, when I talk about the transformational secrets is there's nothing wrong with you. Right? Yeah. You have nothing to prove that you're valuable just because you are you're just, like you're here and um, and you can't, you know, so uh, I'm going to drop the F bomb. Uh, and so apologies to those of you who are, you might be offended, uh, but you can't fuck this up. Yeah. You know, our life is full of decisions and we can make, we can make, um, you know, powerful decisions or we make a decision based in fear which is which was most of my life. But even all of, even through all of that, what I learned was there were no mistakes. Everything happened for me. Nothing happened to me. And I learned that analogy. It was, you know, um, everything happens for a reason. And so this pathway to prosperity is knowing that, is knowing that, that everyone is meant for more, whatever their more is. And we can't make a mistake. We can't make a wrong decision. And there's nothing wrong with us. And that to me was this completely like, if there's nothing wrong with me and I can't make a mistake and I can't fuck this up and it doesn't matter what decision I make. I tell my kids that all the time, whatever your decision you make is perfect. It's a hundred percent. It's exactly where you're meant to be. And if you're meant to make a different decision, you'll be guided soon to make a different decision, yeah. but just make a decision. Right. And so that's, so that's the first transformative secret, right? That's the, the that's the, the positive secret side of things. <laughs> I love that. That is, yes, there's powerful. Yes. Right. And it's just so beautiful and not a common message that society um, delivers to people that you're perfect the way that you are. Everything's just happening perfectly. Your decision is perfect. You are perfect. Like every part of you, there's nothing wrong with you right and what a beautiful and powerful message 
um, in finding and, and endeavoring on that path to prosperity, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and we're conditioned that there's a right way and a wrong way to do things, right? We're conditioned to like stay the course or we're conditioned to, you know, even, well, that's not what, that's not how people typically show up. Mm -hmm. right well that's that's okay I'm not typical and no one's typical right when we can really own our own uniqueness and the way that we are meant to do things is the way that we're meant to do things and I think one of the things that Samantha that um, you and I well and Candace have talked about is is um, I think I think mentorship and coaching and consulting and guidance is is important for us to up level yes and um (laughs) we can we can look at a business model or have someone guide us and we really need to tune into our own true north our own power house our own powerfulness yeah because just because it's good for one coach right you know uh, doesn't mean it's good for for somebody else so part of the practice that i teach is when when um when i teach and i and, and i have clients i'm like this is my point of view here's an opinion Here's what I believe. Here's a value that I have. Here's evidence for me. And you need to, you need to tap in because this might not, just because it's worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. No. And lots of people will talk about like, this is the way. There's like a gazillion ways. To, yeah. There's a gazillion ways to create a million dollars. of ways. <laughs> there's a gazillion ways to create a million dollars. Yes. For, for example, right? There's a gazillion ways. There's not just one way. And, and I don't believe that there's just one way. There's your way. Yeah. That's the best way. Your way is the best way. I love that. So powerful. Okay. So take us into your second um, tip and tool for today. Right. Um, so the shift that's required, um, there's a shift that's required in the frequency that you're sending up. So there's nothing wrong with you, but currently you're sending out a frequency. And if, so if you want to create and manifest something different, you need to shift that frequency, right? And so you can't change the frequency with the same mindset that, that created this, the current frequency. So that's why I say I think that coaching or mentorship or guides is essential, right? Because we're all sending out a frequency currently. And the frequency is based on your beliefs. It's based on your values. It's based on your conditioning. It's based on your experiences, and so if you desire something, your frequency needs to shift, right? And so, um, and part of that is too, is the thing that you're desiring is also, the thing that you desire is also desiring you. It is also sending out a frequency. Yeah. And so the key is to decide who do you need to be, not what you need to do, but who do you need to be in order to shift into the frequency of what you're seeking? Because what you're seeking is also seeking you. Yeah. So when I asked myself this, it was I needed to be courageous. I needed to look at myself so radically honest. And, you know, I have this, I, I have this an, a story that I share is when I realized. So after Darcy and I separated, um, you know, I realized that although we separated because he was having uh, multiple affairs, uh, that wasn't the real reason why we separated. And so I needed to own my part in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what happened was uh, I realized that, that I was I was responsible for the ending of the marriage uh, and, and the disintegration of the marriage, just as he was. So there wasn't one person or one thing right. that was to blame. And so I started to look at how I was showing up in that relationship and then how I was showing up in my current relationship. And there were some similarities. Now, the, the funny story, that true story, uh, this is my third uh, third partnership. 
I've been married twice before. And so I realized that the common denominator with those three men was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, it made me a little uncomfortable. And I did something really vulnerable. I phoned my former, um, my second husband, because I'm not in contact with my first, phoned him and said, I have a question for you. And I need to know um, what parts of what, like what parts, how did I show up in our relationships? Right. So basically I was looking at asking him to say what, like, what didn't you like about, about our relationship? And he, he, he texted me back and he said, am I being punked? Like, I, like, <laughs> I don't think, right. And I'm like, no, I really want to know. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't think. I don't uh, this is a setup. It's yeah, true. <laughs> I don't, yeah, this is not going to play out well. And I said, no, I really need you to tell me. Yeah. And so he did. And then I went to the kids. And so Jacob actually is working in the back end of things today. And I asked him and he said to me, I, he, and he said, mom, I don't want to have this conversation with you. And I said, you know, Jacob, I really need you to tell me what's going on. And he said, okay. He said, but uh, there can be no consequences to my honesty. Yeah. And I said, okay. And he said, you are, when you don't get your way, you're really mean. He said, and you're, and you're really, and so this is where the manipulation, and you're really manipulative. He said, like the, the language that you use, he said, you might as well just, you might as well just take a knife and, and cut me up into little pieces. This is my like 16 year old telling me at the time. And wow. I was like, but it was it was so uplifting for me to hear from someone that loves me and that I trust and and the right and the and Darcy said the same thing and Rob said the same thing and I thought okay right so if I needed to if I wanted to attract create something different in my life with a relationship with Rob a relationship with money or relationship with my business or my kids or my health I knew that I needed to change my frequency but I didn't know how. Yeah. And I didn't know what frequency, but I knew that I needed to, I needed to be courageous. And so that's, I, I woke up every day and said, today, God, I ask you to help me be courageous to see what I need to see and make the, make the necessary changes that I need to make so that I can live the life, my epic life, right? So I can live my epic life. And so that I, and I can continue to heal and not harm people that I love. Right. Yeah. I had no idea it was that manipulative, like none. Like yeah. you would have asked me, I would have said, I'm not manipulative. Right. I would totally yeah. deny, totally deny. So that's the second, <laughs> right? second piece. Okay. Right? So first one is there's nothing wrong with you. So yeah. just acknowledging the fact that we are whole and perfect and right where we're supposed to be. And then the second one being that we need to match the frequency of what we desire and being willing to take an honest look at ourselves and make some adjustments in order to raise our frequency and to uh, elevate to that and be the person that we need to be to match that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That was, that's, that's number two. So I have a follow-up question before we go into number three, for those of us who are maybe earlier on in our journey or right where we're supposed to be, right. We're right where we are. Um, but how would you, what would you tell someone who's struggling at seeing that part of themselves or um, what technique or tool or tip can you give someone to help them just become a little bit more open? Cause like you said, that was a pretty honest and uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, it was just really raw and honest feedback that you were receiving from your family. And sometimes 
we may or may not be ready for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how do we open ourselves up more in order to be able to receive some of that much needed feedback? Right. Um, so the first one I would say is, uh, what words are you triggered by? Mm. Um, who <laughs> or what words are you triggered <laughs> Yeah, who are you? <laughs> who or what words are you triggered by? Okay. Um, your triggers are uh, the most amazing gifts for you to, uh, to, to see what beliefs and what values you have and what frequency that you're flying at. I'll use that word. I don't know why that came to me. What frequency you're flying at. Um, is the triggers right so an example you know would be if um someone uh would call me uh a name like a name so someone used like uh, called me a bitch right uh that may or may not trigger me but anything like with a little bit more spiciness you know to that word or someone would say manipulative that people called me and it wasn't the first time I'd heard that word Right. right manipulative uh triggered me you're yeah. so manipulative, right? You're so, um, oh, I'm just trying to think of a word that Rob, uh, uh, Rob used once when we first started dating. And I was like, like you know, came un- unglued. Um, it'll, <laughs> it'll, come, it'll come to me. Uh, two-faced. He called me two-faced. Oh. I know. And, uh, and, and it was a trigger. Yeah. And so what, what he meant was, right, on the outside, there's this, like, this really confident um, leader in the community, all about love. And, but don't you dare cross me. Don't you dare say anything. Don't you dare like not let me have my own way. Um, because if that happens, then like you're cut off at the knees. Mm-hmm. So that's what his, what he meant by my two faced. So triggers. So any, anything or anyone, any situation, any words that trigger you, that is a really great indication of where you're at. Um, the second one would be things like look around at your environment to see what you've created. Right. So for example, if you have, a lot of chaos in your environment there's a part of you that's creating that chaos and so you can look at that that that's a frequency now it could be things like for example you might have a neurodivergent brain so like it like my desk looks really you know clean here but it's always not always clean over here oh yeah there's a little bit of chaos yeah um and if the chaos triggered me like so someone came in so i'll tie this back to a trigger someone came in and said oh my god your desk is so messy and that was a trigger for me uh, that 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 indicates to me that I I have a meaning that I'm giving this that, that right that I need to look at w- what that is. Someone can come in and say, "Oh my God, your desk is really messy." And I'll be like, "Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Like it. you should have seen it <laughs> ten minutes ago. Right? At least the piles are like straightened out a little bit." Um, but your environment will certainly also indicate to you, you know, um, what's happening. So these like uh, high highs, low lows. Uh, that is an indication uh, that, that there's an opportunity for you to, to look at. Again, there's nothing wrong with the high highs or the low lows. There's nothing wrong with the chaotic dust. There's nothing wrong with being manipulative, right? There's nothing wrong with, um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely loyal, but if you cross me, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I can be unkind. There's nothing wrong with unkind either. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's owning it, right? It's, so I would say those are the two, but the trick, I, the, the one that's standing up the most for me would be uh, the triggers. I like that because then we're not, it's it's a subtle in between of having to ask for this honest feedback because that's scary to ask for it it's also scary to give it and it's also scary to receive it so until we get to that space we can just look for the triggers we can look for right our look at our feedback from our environment our results in our life 
and yeah. take honest inventory is what I'm hearing from you without judgment. Without judgment. It's an honest inventory of neutral inventory, even of what's happening and allowing the feedback to be data more yeah. than meaning. Adding more, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and even the words like people have like, so things that maybe your parents have said to you over and over again. And sometimes we take that with a grain of salt. You know, an example would be my parents used to say to me all the time, you're a great starter, Ranchal, but you can't finish anything. And I wore that like um, a cross, like a heavy cross. Me too. <laughs> right? And what I realized was I'm a great starter and I only finish things that I feel compelled to or called to by source energy to finish. Yes. Part of my human design type as a reflector is I start many projects but they they morph over time. And so um, so my finishing looks really different than my parents finishing. Mm-hmm. Now I can take though that feedback and go, um, you know, what about that is true? So it's all true, but what about that is what what meaning am I giving to it? And can I'm, and so I'm giving it a meaning of, yeah, this is true. It doesn't have to mean anything other than, yeah, there's there's truth to that. Right. Um, it doesn't and, have to mean you're bad. It doesn't have to mean that you're not good at something right. or not, right? It just it yeah. is what it is. It is what it okay, is. Yeah, that is that's true. That's true. And, <laughs> and right. And what else could it mean? So yes, it means that I start. I finish things differently. The other piece of it. So there's always like the, the universal law of polarity. Everything's created as a whole. So there's like the right the sh- the, the the light bright side. There's a shadow. What's the shadow self to that commitment? Mm-hmm. Commitment. And so I ha- I've had a I've had had a challenge in my past with commitment. Somewhere along the lines, when I was a young person, commitment meant death. Can't tell you when that happened. Uh, some sort of event happened, and so I uh, very rarely committed just to one thing. So yes, this is true. I uh, um, I start many things. I don't finish many things. But the other frequency to that is the lack of commitment, one foot in and one foot out. Mm. And it's a survival mechanism for children of alcoholics. You never know when you're going to have to escape. I mean, I was living with a gentleman who kidnapped me, who told me he would kill my parents. There's, there was a bit of trauma there, right? Yeah. So commitment, commitment, like literally meant death, death to myself, yeah. death to my parents. Um, so makes kind of sense, doesn't it? That I, I, that I, I don't want to have commitment. But this is what I'm talking about, the frequency that you're sending out. So if I'm uh, panning on a, a huge, Yay, aha, awesome. I know. so the frequency that I was sending out was commitment is death, can't start a project, can't finish it. So there's, again, there's always this incredible, like, polarity to things um, of, the, of, of, of when you look at your environment, to the things you're creating. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for going deeper with me with that. Absolutely. That was a great I question. Was, yeah. I would love to go into your third um, kind of tip for today. Absolutely. So the more you focus on money specifically, so I'm talking about the pathway to prosperity, the more difficult it is for you to create money because money is not the cause. Money is the effect. Oh, that one was a uh, in Renshell and the honor of Renshell. That one was a writer downer. So <laughs> writer downer it. Writer downer, right? The more you focus on money, the more difficult it is to create it because money is not the cause. Money is the effect. Yes. Right. And so that's uh, right. Yeah. Repeat. Got got it. Thanks. you. So um, I believe in practicing something called sacred commerce. And so this is a word that I made up. (laughs) So (laughs) through transparency, right. I have a business called the sacred art of business. I have an academy that goes with it called the sacred art of business academy. And in that we practice sacred commerce. um, We practice sacred love and we practice sacred economics. 
And so sacred commerce really is, um, so from a business perspective, or even a professional, but I'm just going to stick with business for a moment, is that whenever you create or manifest anything to do with your business, that could be a marketing funnel, that could be a sales funnel, that could be a product, could be a service, whatever your, your offers is based from a place of love, mm -hmm. right? And a tapping into and tuning into what does your business want to create? And so when you do that, when you when you create from a place of love, you're part of what you're practicing is sacred commerce. Yes. Right. Um, and so it's everything has to do with this love, this exchange of love. So the products um, and websites, everything is infused with love. Right. So it has that idea. There's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect where you're at. You you don't you you, you will you, you will get where you need to go. Right. And if I can be one of your guides, that would be fantastic. However, I don't have the only key. And that's the, the thing about you have the key. I get to play with you and I get to help you unlock it. But the key is within you. I don't have your key. I yeah. have my key. Samantha has her key. Yeah. Right. Every single person has their own key. And so my role is just to, to unlock that. Now, the other piece of sacred commerce is. It's interesting because when you ask your business how much your business wants to charge or how much how much it wants to make, you will be really surprised. At least my experience has been that it's not necessarily what it what you think it is. Now, uh, oh, I'm going to talk about the my my offer in a bit here, uh, but I but I do want to share the story behind it because this is this is really it. when I first started the uh, the pathway to prosperity and I have a, a program I'm going to share with you in a bit called the uh, pathway to success. I was charging $888 a month. And in December of last year, in a meditation, I was told to stop, uh, stop searching for, stop um, putting it out into the community and not have it for sale. And uh, and and in this particular, uh, what I do is I channel messages every single day for half an hour to the participants. And I've been doing it for 900, I counted it in 983 days I've been doing Ooh. I know 983 days of downloaded messages. As the person who doesn't commit to things, what? <laughs> right, exactly, right? What? Yeah. And so um, so what ended up happening was I was guided to, to not charge. And I was like, okay. And I waited. And then in March, I was guided to charge $888 a year. Now, I got to tell you, I had so many conversations with divine source energy. And it kind of looked like this. So are you fucking kidding me? I'm charging $888 a month and you want me to charge. And it was like, you want me to charge $888 a month. Like, and so I, and I got really caught up and do you know how much time, you know, uh, it's a half an hour a day. It's 365 days. And I got really, I, the ego got really caught up in this. And so then I was like, um, so this is my guide's very sense of humor. Well, I thought we were practicing sacred commerce. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's not supposed to look like this, right? Uh, and right, and so and so, but I was I was like, okay. And so when you practice sacred commerce, this is what happens. You yeah. you don't get caught up in the what does this mean, right? I put this much effort. What's my return on investment? Yeah. Those are important questions. They are. When you're practicing sacred commerce, the different question is. How do I get out this? How do I get this out to more people? How can it impact the world? How can it influence the world? And what I realized was when I created the, the price of the program, I created it based on a coach, a coaching program. And the coaching program said, how much money do you want to make, Ranchelle? Reverse engineer it. And that's how much you charge. 
And what I realized was my prices were based on a methodology that didn't speak to my heart any longer, that I was no longer that woman. It wasn't sacred. It was based only in money. And again, we, we require, we require finances. We we require cash flow. It's a thing. But the other thing that happened was, was when I asked my business how much revenue it wanted in a year, it was like four times the amount that I had, I ran shallow, the ego id I wrote down as a goal. Hmm. So that, so then the conversation was like, okay, you, you, you want to create four times as much money and I'm, and I'm charging like 10 times less. What the fuck? Yeah. And so then it was like, okay, so part of the sacred conversation is show me what to do. So that's metaphysical marketing. Great. You have a message, God source energy. What's my next step? You tell me what to do. Then I will follow. I, you know, I, I will, I will follow, uh, but, t- but show me, tell me. And the other thing I ask divine source energy all the time is you need to speak really loud and really clear because I don't take hints well. <laughs> and I don't want a two by four. It needs to be gentle. So I do have, I do have parameters around, around that, right? It's, you know, and so, and that's the piece of it. And so part of that in is a sacred commerce piece, right? And the sacred commerce pieces, now the other piece around sacred commerce, and I know this is controversial, and I do love a little bit of controversy, I'm not going to lie, is uh, part of sacred commerce is when someone wants to work with me, and they are struggling financially. Um, well, the conversation I have around that is, let's talk about how I can support you in, in the way, how much time do you need? I'm, I'm happy to gift this to you for a time. And so in turn, uh, what what product service, what do you do and how can you gift that to somebody in your community? Mm. I'm not asking to exchange services, which a lot of people, what I'm saying is I'm happy to gift you something. There's parameters around it because it's important, right, that we have boundaries, especially me, I need boundaries. But what do you have that you can then gift to the community, gift to the world? in exchange for this gift. That to me is what sacred commerce is all about, right? It's this exchange. So some people say, um, you know, I'm a new business. I don't have anything. I make pies. And I've said, great. Do you have like a homeless shelter? Can you bake pies for the homeless shelter? Can you bake pies for your neighbor? Can you like whatever it is that you can do? And so I'm so passionate about that because I believe that this is the new world. This is a new way of doing business. It's not about freebie services and things like that. It's about exchanging of love. It's an exchange. And I love what you're speaking on. You know, it doesn't have to be quid pro quo. It's like not this back and forth exchange, but it's really tapping into the universal energy of we're all connected. Yeah. So how are we circulating this energy, right? Like money is currency and currency is just simply a form of energy. And so how are we circulating this energy in a way that is prosperous in a way that rises all ships, right? Rises all boats. And that's a beautiful perspective that I don't think many people have out there in the marketplace. And that's what makes you so beautiful as um, the way that you teach marketing and the way that you teach uh, sacred commerce, sacred, you know, all of those different ways that you're bringing that into your programs it's just so beautiful so that's I think that's a perfect segue (laughs) so tell us more so Ranchelle is 
is has a beautiful opportunity for all of you who are listening to take this even further, take these lessons even deeper uh, with her on a journey. So tell us, Renshaw, how can they work with you um, to maybe tap into this even further? Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so now, you you know, I I shared the price. It's not $880 a month. It's $888 a year. (laughs) And an opportunity to connect with me. So every uh, morning, I'll just go into a little bit of detail at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. A group of us get together and uh, come together. And I am every morning through a meditation, I am divinely guided to pick either one topic. It might be a paragraph. It might be a card that I draw. It might just be like, you're going to talk about this. I come on a call just like this on Zoom and I'm guided to start the conversation. So I'm like, I'm consciously aware of the beginning of the conversation. And then I'm divinely inspired to share a message with the group. Um, and, uh, it lasts anywhere from 15 minutes to half an hour. It's on every, it's, it's like the topics are all over the map. Um, sometimes there's like a theme, right? So sometimes we'll you know, go through like the 12, um, universal laws that might take us a month to get through, but more often than not, it's random. It has to do with metaphysical marketing. It has to do with, um, you know, uh, sales and promotion. So because I have a, that business side of myself, um, it has to do with uh, universal laws. It can be relationship stuff. It can be, um, yeah, it is. It's, it's just all over the map. And so I'm offering it to the group. I've not ever offered it to anybody outside of my client base. This is the first time I'm, I'm offering it out. Um, I'm actually sweating a little bit. Yeah. I got to you, I'm a little sweaty. I'm a little nervous. Uh, sharing it with the, with the group. I've just quietly been doing this, right? I haven't talked about it with really with anybody. It's, you know, been one of those, one of those uh, hidden, um, hidden secrets. We'll use that word again, hidden secrets. And I was guided um, to actually uh, unleash it uh, here and to have it not be a secret. And so that's really the the messages that, uh, that, uh, you know, spirit would like a thousand, a thousand people this year to join. I'm giggling. Only people can I... join. I'm giggling because it's so funny how, you know, when we're in the picture, you can't like, you can't see, wait, when you're in the frame, you can't see the picture because you were earlier, you were talking about how you priced out your program because you reverse engineer a number and you were doing 888 a month. And then you heard 888 a year. And then you also heard this hairy, audacious goal, (laughs) big, hairy, audacious goal um for your annual income and then you were like how the heck am I going to do that now and then you literally got the download of share it publicly Ranchelle don't just keep right. it a secret I'm like <laughs> oh, what right yeah 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 how are exactly. you going to make all that money without sharing it with anyone? I know right and that's that, like, how often do we do that I have this really cool goal and this big heritage goal and I've been guided and divinely inspired but I'm not going to talk about it I'm just going to keep it a secret anyone 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 relate really to that, that? Well, you, you, you um, know you have right yeah right. <laughs> exactly exactly so I would love for you to come now for those uh first five that go there so when you when you go to the page um, there's, it's like, it tells you a little bit about it. There's a pay now button. There's a two pay option. There's a one pay or a two pay option. And for the first five people, I'm going to gift you, 
uh, for individual coaching sessions. So the price of the is 888 for the year and uh, for individual coaching sessions is $2,000 worth of uh, extra. So bonusing uh, some one-on-one time with me and you don't have to use the, all the coaching sessions up front. Oh like, my goodness. If you can, if you want to, but yes, for a steal Did you hear that? Deal, steal five, you said first five people. Okay. First so people. Sarah, can you drop that link one more time, please? So this is called the pathway, uh, pathway to success. This is Renshell's daily channeling. 365 days a year. Yes. Yeah, Every pretty much. Day. I mean, I'm not so there today and yesterday. Yeah. So I would say 360. Okay. Let's say 360. Okay. That's okay. Come on, yeah. guys. That's a heck of a lot of channeling. And for only 888 in, yes. for an entire year, you can pay with a one pay or a two pay. And for the first five people, you get four one-on-one calls. Like, can you imagine what you can do? The plan you can create, the marketing you know, strategy that you can come up with. And granted, she does things differently. So, but really tapping into the metaphysics behind that and the spirituality in your business, uh, the sacredness of your business. So powerful. Okay. Absolutely. And so that's there. And the other thing is just a little bit more detail is there's a private YouTube channel. So if you're not, if you can't make it live, it's okay. You still have access to afterwards. It's about, it's out, it's usually um, up in about 24 hours, sometimes a little bit longer, depending on what's going nice. on. That was a question I had. Yeah. Cause I was like, that's early in the morning for Hawaii. <laughs> yes, right. So yeah, for my Hawaii peeps, yes, absolutely. And I, I see uh, Diane here, and Diane is actually as part of. So she's in the audience, and she's part of the the morning. And so um, she did say that I saw. Her I, yeah, right. It. And so yeah, would love. Um, so I'm putting Diane in the spot. Uh, Diane, if you feel called to, please, you can just share because she's newer with me, right? We have a newer relationship. And oh, she's she already awesome. wrote in here. She was saying oh. how she loves you and that she's already in your group i i had it and then i lost it oh here i'm in the group with ranchel and it's been life changing she said oh, so thank you thank, thank you for diane. sharing that diane. Oh, great. nice so while you were doing that i know that you're going to be uh typing in the filling out the forms make, getting out your credit cards um Renchelle also has gifts for the if that doesn't resonate with you it's okay as we've always said it's yeah. okay you are right where you are. Um, Ranchelle has other gifts, so it's okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, what is? Let's talk about your free gifts. Your the your pathway to prosperity free gifts. What is that? Uh, yeah. So I have a little bit of a fun guide that I created, and it really moves you from the place where it talks about sacred love in your business, and maybe some of the things that might be stopping you. It talks about you know about the sacred commerce. Um, really talks and, and ties into like so what are some of the values that you're experiencing that might be stopping you? What are some of your beliefs? And then some quick exercises on you to move from one place to the other. And so would love for you to go uh, to go grab that. Um, uh, that's uh, right there. It's the Quantum Leap now. Um, and so, yeah, grab grab that and uh, and spend some time there. The key with that and the key with that is uh, if, if when you grab it, uh, fill it out, like do it, like go through it. And you don't have to do it in one session because it is, it, it, I can't remember how many pages it is, but it's, it's um, kind of like how I speak, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of meat there. There's a lot of stuff there. So it might take you a week or two to go through it. And that's perfectly awesome. And uh, make the intention, make the commitment and do it. It's to start it, you have to start it and, and just move through it. And the VIP gift, of course, is to hang out with Samantha and Candace and I for half, uh, for half a day. And, um, and each one of us gets to pour in, uh, you know, our, our particular genius into, into you. And so if you have your VIP ticket, right, you can have access to that. If you haven't, 
got your VIP ticket, um, I would recommend that you go get that. Because why would you not want to spend time with us? I mean, seriously, we have way too much fun. And we have some like special things that we're going to share in that VIP day, like uh, se secret stuff, the good kind. <laughs> good secrets, right? We're, we're forever not going to say that the good secrets. I have some good secrets for you. Well, we like, you know, we like to honor those that uh, show up for themselves and and for our community because i think we are building a movement like you said earlier and so we want those of you who show up to hear things first so it's not that we won't share the secret later with everyone else but we have other things that we um want to sh you know share with you uh in in this community on that vip day too so go ahead and get that uh upgrade if you haven't already and Mind you, these VIP, the VIP gifts in the VIP portal that you have instant access to, yeah. these gifts are worth valued at over $500 from each of the speakers. Yeah. So your, you know, the $97 that you pay for the VIP ticket is <laughs> exponentially, right. the value is just exponential. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's over 20000 were, uh, dollars worth of gifts and like true value like not inflated like and get and, and you get like and not only do you get you one night but you get two yeah <laughs> this is, shipping. no yeah these, this is what people charge for these gifts okay so i um so hence we've tapped into uh sacred commerce as you can tell in our summit <laughs> um in in our gift giving and paying it forward and so, Rancho, as we're closing out here today, I know we have just a minute or so left. Uh, I would love for you to share your final words of wisdom for our audience today. Final words of wisdom is you are absolutely perfect where you are. And there's nothing wrong with you. I'm going to go back to that. And that you don't need to figure shit out. You don't need to vibrate at a different level. Um, you just may uh, have a clouded veil and uh, an opportunity to work with uh, there's so many amazing people here in the summit to help you lift the veil, right? And I think that's that's the piece of it is that you get to make this decision whether or not you're ready to lift the veil, and it's okay if you're not. Yeah. I want to honor you where you're where where you are at because uh, from my heart to yours, um, you're perfect. You really are. There is like that was the most bestest message I got from myself was like you're amazing and authentic and beautiful, exactly yeah. where you are. Oh, and so anyone tell you that you're not. Right? And in our final seconds, we have someone asking for you to repeat the quote about money one more time. Oh, yes. Uh, the more you focus on money, the more difficult it is to create it because money is not the cause. Money is the effect. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, everyone. So glad. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.